You're listening to New Age Hipster Radio, home of spiritual rambles and high vibe combos. Always dogma free and a totally cool place to be. You can head to newagehipster.co for more spiritual awesome sauce. But for now, here's your host, Bix. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to another episode of New Age Hipster Radio. Today on the show, we have Carrie Steers. She is an internationally known psychic medium, an intuitive life coach, and astrologer who delivers messages and intuitive guidance to her clients from their angels, spirit guides, and deceased loved ones in spirit. She also has an incredible Instagram account which I have been following for a really long time. And it's one of my favorite accounts on Instagram. She posts loads of inspirational messages and readings. And I love, Carrie, I love your your stories and your Instagram stories when you do like little updates of what's going on for the day. I love that so much. So I'm so excited that you're here. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Oh my gosh. You know, I have to tell you, this is like a bit of a dream come true. I was just telling Vix, like, you know, I have like a little bit of an internet crush, like a little like, you know, light worker crush on Vix. <laughs> Everyone knows it. All of my friends know it. I uh, just smile. And it's hysterical because Vix and I are both, you know, we're both Geminis. And um, of course, we're recording this today on the Gemini new moon. So mm-hmm. folks, get ready. Mm-hmm. You're about to just get a big dose of like, the Geminis are the twins. So just remember, I know this is like two people talking, but there's going to be like four, like six, four. eight of us yeah. now. It's going to expand here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try to stop. I'll try to not giggle enough because anyone who knows me, I've come off all like, I have a serious teacher, but then you really get to know me and you just know that I'll, all I do is giggle and laugh and just laugh at myself and laugh at the world a lot. Um, so I will try not to giggle too much in my little, in my, my fandom right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny though, because like, because we've never talked to each other before. So this is really like, this is new. (laughs) I know. (laughs) This This is really exciting, but I feel like I know you because I always watch your, um, like your Instagram stories. Like I said, and I've been following you on there for, I don't know how long, like years. How long Mm -hmm. have you been on Instagram? I, I listen, I, I think of like, I have like two parts of my Instagram history. I have the part of my Instagram where I was on and I was like, Ooh, I would like to do this. Like I would like to like step into my power, but I wasn't ready mm-hmm. to step into my power. And then I have that part of me when I finally made that decision, probably about two years ago, where I was like, no, I'm doing this. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm going to commit. I'm going to come out of the spiritual closet. I'm going to show my true colors. I'm just going to do this. And that's when everything kind of shifted. So probably a couple of years. Um, and it wasn't until about, I would say about a year ago, or maybe like a year and a half ago, where I got where the whole idea of Instagram stories for me became a platform for me to use um, to share information about what was going on in the world. I, I'm a person where I feel like all of my content that I create, and you can probably relate to this fix, but all the content that I create for everyone, I'm thinking about, hmm, what would I like? Like, what would I like? What would I need? Like, what do I need? Like, what would I find interesting or what would I like? And I'm just the kind of person where probably because I'm such an extrovert and I process everything externally. God bless you introverts because I am like, you're someone like me, you'd be like, oh my gosh. She's like, she needs to internalize that a little bit. <laughs> um So I just need like a little bump every day. Like for me, I like to start my morning 
I'm really um, protective of how I start my morning routine. I'm, I really like to start my morning with positive information or positive news and just a little bit of guidance of like, ooh, here's just a little weather forecast. Hey, folks. So whether that's astrology, whether that's new, whether that's whether that's just someone saying hi, you know, love you. Here's a big hug. Mm -hmm. I just I love starting my day off with positivity. And I just thought to myself, huh, okay, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do with, and, and I love, it's so much easier. I always laugh and say, I love writing. I have a journalism degree, so I love writing, but I love talking a lot more. It's efficient. I don't have to like spend as much time with it. I can just talk. Um, and so stories became my friend. They became, they really became my, my friend and it has been a really powerful medium to reach people, people who I have sessions with. They're like, Oh my gosh, Carrie, I feel like I know you. Mm. I see you every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess that's how it is. And I think about people who I watch on YouTube who I feel like, Oh my goodness, like you and like, you know, Lee Harris and Christopher Watecki there, you know, all kinds of people who I see on, you know, on, in, who I see on YouTube and I think, oh, I feel like I know that person. I see them a lot on YouTube. I see them a lot in video, you know, or I see them a lot in Instagram stories. It's, it's a wonderful means or a vehicle of, of connecting us. Um, it's a wonderful vehicle to connect us, but I'm just, um, I'm thrilled that people like the, the stories because I'm just, whatever I'm telling anyone else out there every morning, it's what I need to hear as well. So <laughs> it's what I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel exactly the same way when I do my, my YouTube, uh, readings each month, like as I'm doing the reading, I'm like, this is so for me, <laughs> everything that comes through. It's like, this is not just for, this is not just for you guys. Like this is me too. Like I need these messages as well. How long have you been on YouTube, Vix? <sighs> um, I'm not sure exactly, but I think about three or four years. That's a solid commitment. Three years. That's a yeah. solid commitment. Yeah, Although that's how I, I. I sort of disappeared off YouTube for a while there, and then I. <laughs> and then I, kind of I got, noticed that. Yeah. I noticed that energetically. All of us empaths out there in the world, when someone <laughs> is like, when you're used to seeing someone on a consistent basis, and all of a sudden they pull back energetically, you're mm. like, <laughs> something has shifted. There's a little shift. There's been a shift there. Yeah. Yeah. I was sort of like, well. I mean, you, you know how it is. Like you sort of, you start off doing one thing and I started off doing them weekly. And for a long time, that was, that was great. And then I started to just not have the energy and time. Cause this, this is like when I had a full-time job as well. Mm -hmm. So then I just didn't really have the time and energy. I was like, you know what, I'm going to pull back and just do it monthly. And then I kind of got to the point where even monthly started to feel like it was, it was a bit too much. And so I was kind of, I was still kind of doing readings, um, but they weren't, there was sort of just like, oh, let's just tap in, like tune in really quickly and get, get you a few, a few cards. But I've only really kind of started doing them again, like the last couple of months, actually. Yeah, I feel that it's, um, you know, it's like with anything in the world, it's like, um, we energetically shift, you know, there are mm. ebbs and flows in our business and there's ebbs and flows and kind of what we desire and what we want to do. And I, maybe as Gemini's, we feel that even more deeply because mm -hmm. we always have like, we're, there's such a curiosity factor inside of us that it's like, there are so many, there are so many, it's like, oh, the world is my treasure trove. There are so many jewels to choose from. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's how it is in life is that, um, you know, I don't think that there is, you know, it's 
for most people, I think there's not just one set path of like, I do this and then I do this and I do this. And I just tell people, Hey, you know, I go all Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, she said in her book about creativity, she's like, you know, just follow your curiosities, you know, just follow what lights you up. And if it's not lighting you up anymore, it's actually okay to release it and to let it go. You just, you know, you want to follow your joy, you know, you want to follow what brings you that joy. And I'm snapping my fingers because that's how I think of it. It feels very kind of pixie-ish, you know, it feels, you know, light and effervescent. I mean, that's the, that's, that's the path. That's the path of least resistance, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that path of least resistance is kind of the direction that we, you know, that we want to go upon. I, I love doing my stories. Like for me, getting up and doing stories every day, um, even though some days I'm like, oh, I'd like to sleep in. <laughs> like I try, I'll give myself that permission sometimes. But um, I genuinely love getting up and talking to my camera, which, but talking to the world, you know, I love that process of being, going outside with my dogs and, you know, seeing whatever spirit wants to bring me in that moment. Um, I love that process. And um, I've also just said, it's okay there are days I'll go days where I don't post daily in my actual feed, you know, the writing. And that's where I give myself like a pass at this point, because some days I'm just like, it's just too much with my business and with my family and with, you know, doing Instagram. It's just sometimes it's too much. And I give myself a pass on that. So I don't know, just the ebbs and flow, the ebbs and flows. And I want to tell you something really quick. We're sitting here talking and a butterfly just flew past my window and I just love these. We were talking earlier before we started the podcast about these messages from spirit. And I just love that um, spirit shows us these little signs. For me, my, I have a joy guide. Her name is Butterfly. And I feel like she comes around me often. Like when I, um, when I need, like she wants to reassure me to have fun or to remind me to have fun or that it's all okay. And I just saw that. And I know for a lot of folks, butterflies are all about, um, loved ones who have crossed over. So, um, I think that's for us. I think that's for me. I feel like that's for us. I feel you're like, I just felt your dad when I said that too. Um, and, um, for all of you listening, I feel like that's for you as well. You know, spirit is, uh, is in celebration with us here right now in this conversation. Yay. Yay. <laughs> well, more cause you won. <laughs> What more can we want? Exactly. <laughs> Lots of things actually, but <laughs> word. Okay. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's, this is something actually that I really wanted to talk to you about a little bit today because you're, you're a medium mm-hmm. and I was looking, looking at your website and like, kind of like kind of reading up on you. I already knew all this stuff about you anyway, but I was kind of just like re rereading your, you know, your bio and everything before the, before the call to make sure that I knew how to introduce you and like what you're actually doing these days. Cause a lot of people ch- change and shift what they're doing. You know, like you see someone's websites like three months ago and then three months later, it's like, Oh, they're no longer doing tarot. Now they're doing something else or whatever. Right. And so I like to, you know, see what you're up to today. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I was reading, reading your story about when you first started to connect with spirit, with your, your past over loved ones. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I have an interesting relationship with mediumship because I'm not a medium, even Mm -hmm. though I do all this other stuff. Like I can see people's spirit guides. I can see angels. Like, you know, I can do all of this kind of stuff, but I, I feel like I have purposefully chosen at least at this time, perhaps this will change at some point in the future, but I feel like I, like that is not something that I've chosen to do. 
personally. So I think it's really interesting to have conversations with people who are doing it because I'm really interested in like how, like how do these people show up for you and like how do you, you know, like how does it all work? I tell you what, it's interesting. It, I feel like as with any gift, it develops, you know, when I was mm -hmm. younger and when it, it would just, when I didn't, it was still a phenomenon to me. It would just happen. Like I would be, we would drive past, like my mom and I, we'd be in the car and we would drive somewhere and I would get this terrible feeling. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I would see this person in my mind, right? Cause I'm very clairvoyant. I see pictures, I see pictures. That's kind of how I feel it or I see it. Um, and I was feeling, I would, <laughs> I would see the, I would see this person. Right. And they would start talking to me and I would tell my mom like, Oh my gosh, this is what they said happened here. This is what happened. And my mom, we would have to go home and she'd do some research about it. And she'd be like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was right. Um, when yeah. I was, and I remember like, you know, I just didn't have as much, you know, when my grandmother, when she crossed, a lot of people know that story that I first knew I had the gift when I was at her funeral and she appeared and sat with me during her funeral. She and like a bunch of her friends sat with me during her funeral. And after the funeral, she kind of said, hi, sweetheart, you know, you did see me today and you're going to see us. You're going to see other people a lot, you know, <laughs> from now on. <laughs> she didn't really tell me what that would be mean or entail. Mm -hmm. So for those, I would say for the first 12, 13 years of my life, it was like, I would be in a grocery store and I would feel a tap on my shoulder. Right. And I would be like, I would turn around and there would be this man or a woman who were just, they were tapping on me or they would be like laughing and smiling. It's like, it was just, I just had funny experiences and it's not like I didn't know at that point that I had any control over it. It just was something that was happening to me, you know? And, um, then my mom, God bless her heart, you know, got me to see another medium when I was about 13 years old who started mentoring me and who said, you do have control over this. You know, you can tell your spirit guides, you can tell your squad, um, you can tell your squad when you're on the clock and when you're off the clock, you know, you can actually tell your squad what types of people you want to see and what people, types of people you don't want to see. Um, and she helped me to realize, no, you're not at the mercy of this gift. You, this is your, it's yours. It belongs to you. So you get to manage it. Um, because I went through a time in my teens where I would see people who had committed suicide and that was very difficult for me. Um, that was just very difficult. And it got to a point where she was like, honey, you don't, you know, you can, you, you can tell your guides, hi, that's just too much for me. So they need to come in a different way or they need to not come at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. It's a funny thing when people talk to me about it. I, I, I really don't remember a time in my life when I didn't have it, you know, when it wasn't there. So obviously when we talk about the choice about what we allow to open up as far as our abilities, um, obviously before I came into my body, part of my soul contract is that I was going to do this work, you know, whether I was going to do it professionally and be paid or whether I was going to do it, you know, we be at a bar and see the bartender's grandfather in spirit and try to mention that to him or figure out if I wanted to mention that, that I was going to be of service. And I do feel like that's what it is. I feel like I am of service. Um, to the spirit realm. And, um, and it's, you know, it's a gift, but I also, I know I'm talking right now, but you know, it's, it's also for me, it's also, if I'm honest, sometimes it could also be a, a stressful gift in the sense of mm -hmm. a knowing how to tell people B giving an individual enough evidence so that they can really believe it and take it. And 
also trying to work out my language for how I see things with spirit, with their language about how they want it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like we, Mm -hmm. it's like they're working to show me pictures and I'm working to try to understand it. And it's a, it's a dance. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know how this, (laughs) I don't know how we get this right, but we do. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with some of my development work about really developing a better relationship with my spirit guides. Um, and a person who I just call, I say that I have a gatekeeper, you know, someone who is really one of my guides who's actively there to help me with kind of whoever shows up and to kind of help me to, I feel like my gatekeeper, he's a male. I know him. He's over there. He's like telling people who are lining up. He's like, okay, listen, this is her language. <laughs> this is how she works. He's like my little, my little bookie. He's like my little, <laughs> this is her language. This is how she works. If you want to get through, no, no scary stuff because she doesn't like scary stuff. So don't give her scary stuff. <laughs> Can't scare her. She'll get really upset. She's very sensitive. Um, And I feel like he's over there, like running interference for me. Like he's awesome. You know, he's awesome. And whether that be with a a deceased loved one or whether that be with other spirit guides or whatever, he's kind of a rock star. I I, I kind of have a lot of debt and gratitude. I'm very indebted to him. But um, anyway, but, and I hear people, you know, we have that whole conversation about like, oh, not all psychics are mediums, you know, but all Mm -hmm. mediums are psychics. Well, I think everyone is psychic and I think everyone, see, I am a believer that says, I think everyone's psychic. I think everyone has loads of intuition and I feel like everyone's kind of at a certain level of development with that and ability as far as opening up to it. And I feel like the same way about mediumship. I feel like everyone has the ability to connect to loved ones in spirit. Um, I think probably certain people have a greater maybe aptitude for it or that it's, you know, they've had a lot more practice. I mean, I think about myself. I mean, my gosh, I've had, it's all I've ever, it's 30 years of, you know, 35 years of practice, you know, I mean, it's like, I've had a lot of practice. So, um, but, so I feel like when you tell me you're like, you have an open to mediumship, I think, Oh, I don't know. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I was, was going to turn into like, no, a reading, a reading. No, it's <laughs> not going to turn into reading, but I'm going to ask you something really quick because I think it's interesting for people who say that they have a hard time when we say, Oh, open up to your loved ones in spirit. Okay. Mm. I think it's an interesting thing where people are like, how do I do that? Okay. So I'm going to ask you, Vix, do you ever get a feeling like, do you ever get a feeling like, Oh, someone's around? Do you ever get any kind of feeling even in your body, even if you don't see it or anything? Do you ever feel it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Like all the time. (laughs) Okay. Not all the time, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. So that's an, so that it's like, so that's a form, you know, it's again, these are, these are, nothing is ever black or white. You know, we have to get out of that in this world that it's black or white. It's like one thing or another, I either have it or I don't have it. It's like, Oh my gosh, no, there's like 50 million shades of gray and 50 million. It's all in the gray. It's all in the the middle, the middle ground here. Okay. Like 50 million shades of variances here. So you feel it. So you energetically feel it. So when you say to me, I'm not a medium, I'm like, but I sense, see, that's my intuitive senses about you is that you sense spirit. You feel spirit around you. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that, I think the thing is for, for me though, is like, I know when someone's around, but usually, usually it's only my, like, it's only for me. So when I'm doing Mm -hmm. a reading for someone else, Mm -hmm. there's been a, there's been a couple of occasions where somebody's come through, um, Mm -hmm. but it's been yeah. Like it hasn't, it hasn't felt like 
<laughs> like it hasn't felt like what you see on the TV when people are doing mediumship. <laughs> like it okay. doesn't feel like that for me. <laughs> well, we have to dispel that thing about the TV, okay? Like we have to dispel that, okay? Because friends, not that I was saying anything is ever rigged or anything on television, mm -hmm. but let's not, it's like, we all know, we all have to know at this point about television versus real life, okay? <laughs> about everything, okay? Which is that TV producers have a job to make a show look really great, right? And to make things look really good. So let's, we gotta dispel that entire, no one knows how that's all going down. So there's no, let's, we have to all stop comparing ourselves to television, people on TV. <laughs> it's like, that's not even real. That is not even real. Yeah. Okay, people, like, that's not yeah. real. <laughs> okay, so point number one. Secondarily, with you, all I'm saying is, I totally get what you're saying. Um, all I'm saying is that um, you're talking about a form, though, of sensing spirit, though. So you're saying for yourself, you're like, oh, I can sense my own, okay? I can sense my own, um, but it's harder for me to sense others. Well, let me tell you, Vix, for me, I can sense my own, but I couldn't read for myself. I wouldn't be able to read for myself or my family members at all, okay? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm completely like... I, I am, it's I, for a random stranger. I'm like, Oh, here you go. Okay. <laughs> for myself and for my family. I'm like, Oh, I, I got nothing for you. Oh, I got nothing. I got nothing. So I'm just saying we're all somewhere in the middle of this. So I, however you want to experience spirit, whether it's from seeing a bird or getting a feeling or, you know, what, however you feel it or flickering elect electricity or actually seeing an apparition in your mind, you know, it's spirit is always consistently trying to reach out to us. And I think we all, if we could just open up to that, okay, open up to the notion that, um, this is a, that the veil is pretty thin and that, um, energetically the, it's not like one world is separate from the other world, you know, mm -hmm. like they're energetically like on top of each other, you know, like they're, they're mixed. They're energetically like right on top of each other. So one reality does not preclude another reality. Like we're, it's, it's all the same reality. And so it's just a matter, I feel like of just attuning to it, opening up to it, allowing yourself to just open to, up to it in whatever ways. And, and everyone's going to have different experiences of that. Um, and, yes yeah that's that's how I feel it yeah <laughs> sorry I'm talking a lot no, I'm like... it's, it's great it's great I think like this this is this is one of the things anyway that I that I found like when I um because I never I didn't have the experience that you did where I kind of like opened up when I was younger I kind of I always believed in like God, you know, whatever you want to call it, I was believing God. I always believed that we were going somewhere when we died. I always believed that, um, like there were spirits around me, but I could never, like, I didn't really see them or connect with them in any way. I used to kind of like talk to God when I was little. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I called it God. I think I just sort of, you know, had conversations with something, someone. Um, and then it was only like much later in my life, like I think um, kind of after I turned 30 even, that I started to really get into my spiritual path again. And for me, like I remember, I remember trying to connect with my, with my spirit guides for a really long time and nothing was happening. And I was just getting so like, you know, I don't have the gift. I don't have the ability to do this. And one day I got this message like really loud. It was like one of the first really loud, clear messages that I got. And they just said, you've got to protect your energy because once you open up, 
you're going to open up to like so much stuff that if your energy isn't protected, like it's going to be, it's going to be really hard for you. So then I spent all this time working on my energy protection. And then once I'd done that, like all this other stuff just did kind of start to come through. I could see my guides. I could see, you know, other people's guides, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the things that really, that really kind of was kind of weird, kind of like hard to navigate was when my clairvoyance started to open up and I started to mm-hmm. see stuff. It wasn't like how I thought it was going to look. Does that make sense? Like when you see spirit, like what do they look like to you? It's, I, I, it's really hard to explain. Sorry, is that like, a hard question? <laughs> no. Well, it, in the sense of like, I think like, again, from TV, like we have this whole thing of like, oh, so when you have, when you're clairvoyant, you're going to see like actual physical like it's going to seem just yeah. like it's like no, real, just like it's, that's what I thought was going to happen. Like, it's going to be just like the 3d world that we're in right yeah. now. It's going to look just like that. It for me does not look like that. It's like a, it's really hard. I'm like, I've never had this question asked, but I'm going to try to articulate it. Um, and it's good that I articulate it. It's like, um, it's a quick picture that I get. Okay. But it's like the picture doesn't have the same, I can see the picture, I can see the image, but it's not like, it doesn't feel three, it's not 3D, like dense 3D. It, it, I, I, that's how I want to say it. It just, it's, but it's, it's a picture nonetheless. And I can see it. Oh my gosh, Rex, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see it. It's not in like, sometimes now sometimes I'll get a technicolor picture. Okay. Sometimes I will get a full on technicolor picture, Mm. but it's not, it's, it's different than this 3d world. It's just, it's lighter. There's an, there's an energetic lightness to it. Um, it's also quick. So it's also a, a quick picture for me. I get quick pictures. Um, and I get normally because I'm clairsentient, we're all, we have all the clairs of course, but normally it's accompanied by a feeling for me. Um, and sometimes it's accompanied by a sound. Um, but, and spirits also very funny because they'll actually, in my clairvoyance, they'll actually spell words out. So I'll actually see words. Um, like they're like, Oh, Claire Audra, she's not hearing anything today. Okay. Let's just spell it out in a block letter for me. Okay. See, they know me. They're like, Oh, she's not listening today. okay I'm stubborn sometimes I don't know how do you experience it's an interesting conversation how do you experience it yeah for me um for me mostly like it's like it's in my head Mm -hmm. and I was really expecting to see it's not like I was expecting it because I didn't think I would be able to do it anyway but like I thought that (laughs) I could do it like with all the all the all of like the work that I was doing on being able to see angels and you know all this stuff I thought that when they did show up that they were going to show up like outside of my head, like standing in front of me, like as if Mm -hmm. it's a physical person standing in front of me. And for me, it's like, it's kind of like that, but it's like, it's, it's, I'm seeing it in my head, but I'm seeing it in front of me, if that makes sense. It does. Yes. So it's like, you know, like right now I'm like kind of just tuning into like what's happening in my room, (laughs) what's happening in my room. And I can see like these little golden, like angelly orb things like all around, which is really cool. (laughs) But it's like, I'm seeing it outside of my head, but it's, I'm not seeing it with my, like my eyes, eyes. I'm seeing it with my like 
with my third eye. So yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like these two layers of sight where it's like the physical and then there's like this kind of overlapping sheet of something else that kind of goes over the top that's actually happening inside my head. <laughs> that's, that was well said. That was, was well it? I think so. Because when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I can really relate to that. I know I do not have these things in like in the Bible where they're like the angel of God. You are like the angel of Gabriel. Like the booming voice. Yeah. No people. That is like, let's like, let's be real. That's Hollywood. Or <laughs> what that was. That was Jesus. Okay. But that does not happen to me. Okay. It is like you said, it's a lot more, it's more subtle. It is yeah. definitely, it's more subtle, but it's real. And I, I can trust it. I also have had to learn, I don't, I don't know about you, but that whole idea of like, when I go into session now, I just tell my guides, I, anything that comes to me, it's, it's open. Okay. I have to yeah. know in that point that it's divinely inspired. So mm. when I ask for divine inspiration or when I'm asking for a client or when I'm asking for myself, then I also have to know that whatever pictures or whatever the heck happens. Okay. That that's also real because sometimes my clairvoyance, I'll get a, a quick feeling. It's like an instant feeling or a quick picture. So it's not something that lingers for like 30 minutes. Okay. It's they're quick. And I've got to just be like, Ooh, yep. That's valid. Oop, yep. I'll take that. Oop, yep. I'll take that. Um, uh, so just because it doesn't have this, like, I don't know, like you said, it doesn't have this 3d larger than life, you know, characterization to it. I don't, I don't it's, it's interesting trying to explain, I think, clairsentience, I think is very easy for me to explain to people. I feel like everyone knows what it's like to go into a room and be like, ooh, mm. like this room is chilly or mm. ooh, like I meet someone, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> 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 like, ooh. Or, or conversely, like you, it's like, oh my gosh, I am like, oh, I adore you and I've never talked to you and I just love your energy. <laughs> I can talk to you for two seconds and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. okay, I'm like a little kid in a candy store. I can't stop talking. But so I feel like clairsentience is something we all can really relate to. Um, the clairvoyance is the one that I'm like, I don't, it's pictures. It's just pictures. They're like little quick pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really weird too. Cause you can feel like you're making stuff up. Like I remember when I, maybe you don't, maybe you haven't had this experience, but I remember when I, when I first started doing past life readings for people, mm -hmm. actually it was before I started doing, actually doing the readings, but stuff started to come through in readings for people where uh -huh. I just like see this like movie playing out in my mind of like something that happened, you know, like in Atlantis or something. It's like, okay, <laughs> like this is, this is interesting. Um, but now like when I, when I do these readings for people, it's like, you can go so far into these, into the, into the movie and into the story. And you're like typing away this story of like, you know, it's, it's France in the middle ages and this is happening. <laughs> and like this person's come over and then this is happening. And it's like, you, you start to think like, what am I doing? Like, this is so crazy. Like, I must just be making all of this up. And then you hit send anyway, cause you're like, you know what? I'm just going to trust you. <laughs> I'm just going to trust in the process, hit send. And then people come back and they're like, how could you possibly have known that? You know, like I've always been interested in France in like the middle ages. Like I've always been intrigued in that. And like, you know, all this stuff comes back and you're like, wow, <laughs> but it can kind of feel like if you, especially like when you first start doing it, it can kind of just feel like what <laughs> it does. It's crazy. It's like, I feel for you. It's like, Oh my gosh, you've sent out a ring like that. You're like, hot damn, that actually worked. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Like, okay. 
Yeah. Like that's amazing. I feel the same way. I feel like, um, I feel like that's also the same way we talk about reps about needing to practice and reps and everything mm-hmm. is that the more I think, I think the more we work with our intuition, the more we start to trust it. It just, it's like any muscle in the body. It just has to be strengthened. And the only way to strengthen it is just reps, 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 yeah. reps, you know, and trust, 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 trust. And even trusting it when it seems like, oh my gosh, this sounds really crazy and far out, but it's <laughs> yeah. so crazy and far out that I could like, how the heck would I have made this stuff? I can't make this stuff up. Okay. Like this one, you know, I can't make it up. Um, and so, but just that trust to say, I mean, I think that's the surrender piece even though there's so much of life about, I love that term surrendering about, you know, surrendering to what is surrendering to just say, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to just surrender to the plan. I'm going to surrender to the the river. I'm going to be the river. I'm just going to surrender to the flow, but just that surrender piece to things that it's like, whatever's coming up, I'm just going to surrender to it. And it doesn't, we're talking right now about intuition, about feeling your intuition, but that really is applicable and can be applicable to any area of life, right? Just surrendering to what's coming up and saying, okay, you know, everything in my life is divinely orchestrated and divinely guided. So I'm just going to surrender to it. I'm just going to go with it. And, um, I think that's really, I think that's really, really, really beautiful. I think another thing for me as well, as far as if we're going to talk about the, the intuition, the mediumship, all of it is that I don't remember readings at all. I do a lot of readings and I don't remember any of them. Rarely do I ever remember. Do you have that issue? Yes, exactly the same. People will come, come back to me after three months. And they're like, remember when we, when you did this reading for me? I'm like, no, I got nothing. <laughs> like, I have like no clue. And I yeah. have asked my guides about that so much. I've really been in a lot of dialogue and they're like, well, honey, it's not coming from you. See, that's the other, that's the other piece yeah. of validation for you and doing the work, which is that you are the vessel, you are the channel and it shouldn't stick in you because you didn't intellectually come up with it. <laughs> like you didn't put in all this th- thought process to come up with that. It, it came through you, it left you and it's, it doesn't, it didn't stay inside of, you know, it, it didn't come from you. So that's good. See, now I wanted to hear that from you because I yeah. was like, people ask me all the time. You remember this? I'm like, not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can kind of remember like if somebody starts talking about all of the stuff that was in yes. and I can kind of be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I kind of, I kind of remember now that you've told me all of everything, but if someone just says, remember that reading, then I'm like, uh, you got to give me, you can actually give me a bit more than that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I love, but I love that that's how, that that's how it works. Right. So I, I feel like my job really is just to make sure that my energy is clear and when my energy is clear and grounded and I'm doing all the things I need to do for my energy, then everything else can just happen. When you talked earlier about that, when you're talking right now about that grounding piece and about that energy protection, what are some of the, like, how do you, how do you get grounded? How do you, I say a similar thing, but I'm just curious your approach to kind of getting grounded and your philosophy about being grounded and about getting clear and about that being your only role. Yeah. um, I think the most important thing is really just intention like with, like with everything that we do, um, it's just, just have the intention that you want to sort your energy out and have the intention that actually I, I need to ground myself. I want to ground myself. And as soon as, like I feel for me anyway, as soon as I start to get into that mindset and start to have those thoughts of, 
oh, I need to ground my energy right now, then it just starts to happen. But then it's taken a really long time. It's taken a really long time <laughs> to be able to do that now. Because um, now it's like, oh, I need to be grounded. And all I have to really do is just think about being grounded and then I can feel the shift. But when I first started doing it, I had to do a lot of visualizations. I had to do a lot of like, um, yeah, all sorts of things like working with different colors, working with my chakras, like um, even like taking off my shoes and going outside. Like I had to do all of these things to like physically to physically feel that energy that I, that I can now just do like, okay, I'm grounded. Yep. Okay. It's good. Whereas it took, <laughs> it took like so long to be able uh -huh. to do that. But yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I, but like visualizations I, is like, that's the thing that's worked the best for me and crystals really helped too. But yeah, visualizations, but also just saying stuff out loud. Like, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the mantra. So even just saying like, I am grounded, I am grounded, I am grounded. Can really I, shift. I use that. Yeah, I use that Louise Hay one all the time. All is well. I am safe. I am safe. I like say it, I say it inside and out three different ways. I am safe. All is well. I am safe. All is well. I tell that when I get nervous because I have a little nervous Nelly and Nelly. I have a nervous Nelly inside of me. You know, I have mm -hmm. I'm a Gemini, but I have Virgo I rising. <laughs> and I was like, so anyone who knows a Virgo knows, like, I mean, hello. Uh, like, I have I have like three planets in Virgo. I took a deep breath for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to have a little compassion for the Virgos yeah. in the world. They are wonderful healers, but my goodness gracious, the anxiety and the mm. like needing it to be perfect or, you know, it's just can really kind of get in the best. So I really resonate a lot with what you say because people ask that a lot in the world. They're like, Oh my gosh, when I'm feeling that anxiety, when I'm feeling nervous or when I'm feeling upset, like, I know that I need to be, I know that I want to get from like step A, you know, from place A to over to, from this place of like being in anxiety to being at peace, but they're like, how the heck do I even get there? Mm -hmm. And I think it's fascinating to listen to everyone's kind of techniques. I think it is a very personal process, but I love that what you said there about setting that intention and just saying, I'm it's that whole thing that the awareness is the first step, right? That having that awareness is, uh, is really important to that. And I do a similar thing, which is that I do a lot of inner talk with like my inner, with inner child work, but that's also kind of stems from my you know past with my abuse past, which is that's kind of was like a lot of my counseling, which was talking to the inner parts of yourself that were, you know, that were hurt and everything. So I just do a lot of talking to that aspect of myself that's feeling nervous because I think of, I think of my inner self as being like, I think of it as like the knights at the round table, that there's all these different aspects and I, I identify them all as like little knights, like little people like at the table. And I'm like, okay, everyone gets to say, everyone gets to be validated and whoever's like feeling upset. Okay. Talk, like <laughs> talk, tell me what's going on. So tell me what's happening. And I just try to get in there and address that that aspect of myself that's kind of that is not in alignment that's not in peace that's not in harmony and just try to talk to her and tell her how much i love her and just remind her of the truth of life which is that it's okay and we don't have to have it worked out or figured out right now like it doesn't have to be but i've got your hand i'm holding your hand i've got you you're safe that's the reason why i love that louise hay affirmation of like you know i am safe all is well ultimately all of this is an illusion. That's, you know, I feel about this world, you know, it's all, this is all an illusion. Um, it's all good. <laughs> it, 
it's really all good. And I, but I, I'm, I love that in that mindfulness part of it. And like you in the past, I would have to do like five million, I to go down outside and put my feet in the ground mm-hmm. or I'd have to, Oh, I can think, I can tell you like 5 million different tricks that I had to use <laughs> in the past. Now it's about pausing, taking a deep breath, mm-hmm. getting present with the feeling, identifying the feeling, talking to the feeling, mm-hmm. and then, um, reminding the feeling, kind of wrapping it up with an affirmation, a positive affirmation, telling her it's all good. And that I've got her and that if she needs to cry 10 minutes from now, that's totally fine too. (laughs) Yeah. Validating her, like validating Mm -hmm. those aspects of herself. Um, That's really, really beautiful. It's so important to do that too, isn't it? Because sometimes in the spiritual community, you see these, or you read books about it or whatever, where it's just like, you know, think positively, think positive thoughts, think happy thoughts and everything will be fine. Like that's how you raise your vibration. But if we're not actually having those conversations with the parts of us that are scared or nervous or worried or feeling whatever, if we're not actually letting them speak and come to the surface, then it's all just surface. Yeah. And it all stays stuck. I mean, that's the thing is like, it's like, it has to come out. It has to come out. Yeah. Cause if we don't let it come out <laughs> in those places, it comes out, it usually comes out somewhere that's like really not the place that you want that stuff to be coming out. <laughs> it's like inappropriate. I just heard yeah. the word inappropriate. Oh, yeah. in really inappropriate ways. I love when people are like, Oh, yes. I'm not dealing with that now. I'm like, Oh, that's funny. I was like, Oh, you are. You just don't know you are. Oh, I'm not, I put that off to the side. Oh really? No, actually it's coming out somewhere because yep. It can't stay inside. It can't stay the emotion. It can't stay, or I identify it as like an inner child, like an inner self. Like she cannot, he or she cannot stay quiet forever. She's like, uh, hello, are you in there? <laughs> knock, knock. Um, you need to listen to me now. <laughs> She's going to get hungry. She's going to want to come out of her room and get some dinner at some point. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm coming for you. Hello, adult. I need you. Hello. I'm crying out for you. Why are you not listening to me? Yeah. And that's when we have problems. <laughs> That is, I don't know what you're talking about, Vix. I don't have problems. Do you have problems? I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> I yeah. just am smiling. I'm smiling right now with you. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> this is such this is such an interesting conversation. I love like um I just love being able to talk to people about all this stuff. Because, you know, like it can be a little bit lonely when you're in this in when you're doing spiritual work, especially like if you're somebody who is starting to kind of pick up on stuff or you're seeing dead people or like whatever's going on for you and you don't have anyone to kind of like say, Hey, this weird thing happened today. Um, How did you find that? Like when you were, when you were young, like what, what kind of community did you have? It sounds like your, uh, your family were really supportive, but what well, I say like- they were supportive, but they were like, <laughs> it's like, let's, I don't want to over, I don't want to like, I don't want anyone to get this whole idea. Like, let's not go. I don't want to be like, like easy. Disney or Mary mm-hmm. Poppins here. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, no. Okay. Like it wasn't, I, I say my mom was open to it, like, because she would go to a psychic meeting. So she was open yeah. to it. But even though she was open to it, to it, my dad was not. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a really small town with, mm. um, you know, where it was a very conservative, you know, kind of Christian yeah. conservative mentality there. And I don't, I don't want anyone to get this whole idea that I felt safe. I didn't. Okay. Mm. I, I didn't feel safe. And I would keep a lot of it 
like bottled up inside of myself. I, I know that, you know, I was such an empath. I remember being a kid and just, and there was so much dysfunction in my family. So, I mean, I, folks, I mean, I come from a highly, like, I love my parents, but I came from a really dysfunctional, like, situation. Um, and I would just remember, I was feeling all the emotions of everyone around me and internalizing those as my own. I think that's the reason why as an adult, I had a really, I've had to really work on figuring out, okay, what feeling is mine versus like what belongs to everyone else? Like really trying to have to, I mean, and I still struggle with that some days about distinguishing, okay, okay, this is my emotion. Okay. That's that, that's their emotion. And therefore I'm going to let them hold their emotion and I'm going to hold my emotion. And there's a boundary there. But, um, as a kid, I think I, you know, I'm thinking about the supports that were in place where that my mom was at least spiritual. So she was open to it. Um, I remember also doing a lot of reading. So I would go and I would ask my mom to buy me books. So I would do, I did a lot of reading and you're going to totally laugh at this. I'm just, I'm, this is totally on the spot. I'm just thinking about this, really being honest about it. I remember there were people, there were mediums and psychics on TV who I would watch. Um, like Sylvia Brown, everyone's going to laugh. I mean, this is old school, man. Like Sylvia Brown. I remember her. Do you remember Sylvia Brown or I do you? Is that, no. I don't so know. She's we, in a, we got that back in Australia. You may not, she have, may not have made it. <laughs> she may not have made it. Um, she was here in the United States and she was an older woman. And she has very grovely voice. And she was on a lot of talk shows, but she was specifically on this talk show called the Montel Williams talk show. And she would be on there all the time. And I remember watching her like give readings and I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She's picking up on things that I'm picking up on. And I remember just thinking to myself, Whoa, okay. Like there's a person on TV that I can relate to. Right. That's, that's a like, Whoa, I can relate to that. She's the, probably the first person that I was like, wow. Um, I probably also, as a kid, I was very, you know, I grew up in the Methodist church. I probably made a lot of connections at that point to the soothsayers and to what was happening, you know, biblically. Um, but, um, and then my mom would go to psychics and she would come home and tell us about things. And I would be like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) more connections, more connections. But, um, so I was about 12 or 13. She finally took me because I asked, but after that, I mean, I just remember, there wasn't really a community. I just had that one person. I, Suzanne was like my community and I still didn't, it was more of an internal thing of like, I would just books were my friend. I remember reading journey of souls, this book by Michael Newton. Have you heard of that book? I have. Yeah. I've read it. You read it. Yeah. I think I read that book when I was, I love you. I know. I'm like, it's for those of you out there who haven't read it. I'm like, go read it now. Okay. It's fantastic. I read it when I was 16, I think. Um, and I had two or three close family members at that point who had crossed over and I was really trying to make sense of it. So I remember reading journey of souls and I remember reading, um, Betty Eady, who is this old, she, uh, forget what her book was called. It was, it was Betty Edie and she was a Catholic, she was a Catholic woman who had had like a near death experience. And I read her book and I was 16 and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like again, here's, I'm seeing, Oh, there's other people out there who are having these experiences, but it was, uh, to be fair to myself, it was pretty lonely. It was pretty, pretty lonely, you know, like going those initial years of my life, you know, pretty, 
pretty lonely. And that's the reason why Sylvia Brown and I are friends. I don't care what anybody says about her. She was like, <laughs> she was the only public person I knew who was doing it, you know? Um, so I don't know. Interesting. What about you? Yeah. Well, I kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not easy. You know, even when you do have people around you who kind of like, kind of like you with your story, it's like, it's, it's one thing to have people who are supportive and Mm -hmm. not judgmental about what you're doing. It's another thing to have people around you who are doing it, doing what you're doing, who are experiencing it and totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I am just like, so thankful for the internet right now (laughs) for bringing us all together because it feels like if, you know, if you're a young person today and you're having this experience, there are so many people out there. There's groups that you can join. There's information all over the internet, some which is better than others. But anyway, um, there's like, there's just so much support for people. You can, you can watch people's YouTube channels. You can, you know, you can learn from so many different people and it just feels like so, so exciting. But then at the same time, like, even though we have these amazing like online communities, um, I would really like to see more like in-person communities kind of popping up. I agree with that. I agree with that. I have this theory that, or at least what I've asked my guides about this, I this, that as a collective consciousness, before we came into this world during this lifetime, that we said on the other side, we were as a collective consciousness saying, oh, we don't really want to be limited by like, by space and time and or places. And so, hey, how can we all be connected all over the world? And I feel like we came, this was the social media was, I feel like that was collect, that's like a, a creation by the collective consciousness mm. about how it would serve so many. And um, so I feel like when I see it, as I see it evolving and shaping up, I am just like, oh my gosh, we were so smart. Like I said yeah. that we were all a part of that. I'm like, oh my gosh, we were so smart. That was such a smart idea. We were so all so smart in creating that. And um, I'm like you, I think at this point, I feel like there's more accessibility and that's the reason why I think it's so important for all of us when we talk about claiming our gift and stepping into our gifts and stepping into this role that the more I know a lot of teachers talk about this, but we, by, by us stepping into, by us coming out of the spiritual closet and doing the work, we give permission for others to do the same. And it is that process that the more people feel safe and safe, like the safer and safer the more examples that a young person sees of someone like them, the more, more apt they are to embrace their own gifts and to step forward as well. Um, I just, you know, I had a 19 year old I was talking to the other day, you know, and here she was, you know, like full fledged in her gift. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I was 19. (laughs) I was like, I had a moment of like, I felt old in the sense of I was like, Oh my gosh, when I was 19, I, I was there was no one around me. I mean, there was very few, it was still considered to be very like, that's very fringe, you know, very, 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 very fringe. Um, and I was just, I don't know. I was like, wow. So I know that for myself, it's like my mentor before she passed away a few years ago about, you know, she said to me, Carrie, like our generation needs for your generation to step up and your generation is then by you stepping up, then by you rising, you know, and you stepping up, you're giving permission to other generation for to others to do the same. Like we have to keep encouraging everyone to 
And it doesn't just have to be in our field, but whatever it is your joy is, whatever it is your passion is, we have to keep encouraging everyone to live in authenticity of who they are. Um, you know, really live to follow their joy, follow their passion and to live in authenticity and just to feel that safety because the more we rise, you know, we're just, we're helping others to step forward too. And it's, it's, when you think about it and step back, it's, it blows my mind. I actually would probably kind of get emotional. I mean, I kind of cry about everything, but, um, <laughs> but, um, but it's like, whoa, it's like, whoa, because I think of myself, I mean, I've had to have how many past life regressions have I had to have about releasing fear from prior lifetimes over persecution or seeing people that I knew persecuted, you know, in the spiritual or esoteric realms. Um, and I just think I'm just so grateful for progress. I'm so grateful that we all have so much, we're having more and more courage to step forward because I, I don't know, it's just, we're really shifting con the consciousness here on this planet. So I just giving permission, us giving permission to each other, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's like, you know what? Looking at each other, it's okay for you to be who you are. You know, it's okay for you to be who you are. And I celebrate who you are. And it doesn't matter to me who you are. I celebrate you. If it's who you are, I celebrate that. You know, it's okay for you to be you. And I just think that's just, I don't know, it's so beautiful because I can, my soul can remember times in the history of this planet where it was not okay. Mm -hmm. And there were really strict norms about what was expected and what was considered deemed to be proper and what was deemed to be acceptable. And I think, damn, you know, it's like now it's like, wow, I can be, you know, I can be whatever I am. You know, my sister is, you know, is, is gay. You know, she's married. She's now officially married here in the States. You know, she's, she's married to her wife and she gets to be whoever she wants to be. She gets to wear Brooks Brothers shirts. You know, she gets to be whoever she wants to be. And I'm just like, oh my goodness gracious, that is gorgeous. Just giving each other that permission. Yeah, it's a it's an exciting time. I think we can, we can so easily get caught up in looking at all of the bad stuff that's going on, which we still need to look at because there's still things that need changing and healing on this planet. But I think sometimes we forget to kind of actually notice just how much is shifting and how much is changing and how we're a part of all of that. Amen. And we have Amen. been a part of it before. Amen. Mm -hmm. And we've been a part of the past and we have, I really think consciously, okay, whoa, that was really constricting. Can we do it differently next time? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. There's some good bits um, about that life, but <laughs> do I need to however, do that again? <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, I'm just thrilled that you're doing it. I mean, it's like, I look at each and every one of us, I think we're all propelling each other forward. And I do agree with you though. I mean, I get caught up in that thing of like, yes, it's wonderful that we have this beautiful online community. I would like to see it translated locally. And mm -hmm. I see that, you know, in my community here where it's like, wow, it's like, it's a lot easier to be online where there's that safe group. And it's like to communicate to to go to be local it means ooh, here's like a big group of people who that's my safety girl online is my safety you know that's yeah. my like tribe and that's my safety and to go forward in my own community it's like oh okay well here's another level of being transparent mm -hmm. and, you know needing to be transparent and 
loving myself and accepting myself and knowing that it's okay, you know, giving myself permission and telling myself it's going to be okay. So I agree with that. I think that there is, I think face to face, I think that's a, a very important component. So I think that's next phase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like it's next phase. We're not quite ready. Some of us are getting there. Yeah. Some of us are. I see some yeah. people doing it. I'm like, Oh, good on you. And I'm still, I, and um, I'm just acknowledging it for myself, which is like, Ooh, I'm still getting comfortable with that notion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard too, because so many of us are still living in places where even though we have these amazing online communities, we're still like the only witch in the village. Cha-ching. Yeah. Cha-ching. So yeah. it's not accessible for everyone. Like we don't all live in London or New York or somewhere where yeah. there's like loads of stuff like that happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to be the first in your community or to be one of the few in your community, it's mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, for me, it just triggers me back to like prior times where I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I do, mm -hmm. I have that resistance if I'm being perfectly honest about it. I have some of that resistance um, because I don't live in New York. You know, I live in, you know, I live in a city where there's a million people, but it's like, I don't live in New York. Mm -hmm. um, and Knowing though that as I feel the more comfortable I feel, I don't have to push myself to do something I want to do, but the more comfortable I feel in myself to know that I will be ready to make that step and that when I make that step and create that space, what I'll also do is kind of connecting back to the, what we were just talking about is that I will then open a space for others right now in my community who are also behind their closed doors, right? Mm -hmm. That I will give them a space to be like, oh. <laughs> Oh, let me venture out. Let me, you know, mm -hmm. I give them permission to kind of come out of their shell and they're out of their home and to open up as well. So I also have to keep that in back of my mind as well. Yeah. That they're build it, you know, it's like field of dreams. Build yeah. it and they will come. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. So Yeah. Well, this has been like such an awesome chat. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. I love you. Yeah. I, that you're, ha you're able to pop on today. I'm so honored. Cool. When you asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. I could talk to you for hours and hours. Not that anyone else would be interested in it. But <laughs> I <laughs> oh, I think there's going to be plenty of people lis listening to this who have like been really interested in everything that you've had to say. Like I have yeah, been, been like, oh yeah, it's so cool. No, so I know. Sure this plenty, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people hitting the play button on this one. <laughs> I totally know. I don't. I, I said that very teasingly. It's very teasingly. Sometimes I can be so self-deprecating. I shouldn't be, but I mean, sometimes I like laugh because I just laugh about my like, you know, it, you know, about what floats my boat. I just kind of laugh about it. But I absolutely agree. No, I, it's true. I mean, it's it's true in our in our communities. There's there's a there's a hunger for it right now. I yeah. feel like in the world right now, there's a hunger for something more. It's like, oh my goodness gracious, there has to be more than just what meets the eye right now. Um, there has to be more and, and, you know, of course there is, you know, there is. And we're all mystics in our own way. We're all on that search, you know, we are all on that, you know, that inner quest, you know, that inner journey that, you know, that search for our own personal truth. And it's, um, it's very, very exciting times, but I'm certainly thrilled to be a part of that. Um, I'm thrilled to be a part of that discussion. I'm thrilled that we're both today a part of that discussion and a part of the tapestry um, of that discussion. And I just adore you, Vix. I just, um, just, just adore you. Oh, I adore you too. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you want to tell everyone who's listening how they can find out more about you and like what you what you do like a bit more about your offerings and how people can work with you and all of that stuff Absolutely. So you can find me on my website. It's www.carriestyers. Um, Everyone says it differently. Some people, yeah, it's I a, was gonna ask no, it's okay. Before. I was gonna ask no, that I'll just go with it. <laughs> no, whatever. It really, honestly, it's a German name, and really, the true pronunci- pronunciation would be steers. But everyone has to know. Anyone who's spent time here in the states knows that we take every foreign <laughs> name here in the states and we butcher it. We're like we literally. I don't even know. We, we like Americanized names. It's embarrassing, actually. It's actually embarrassing. But then again, it's also kind of funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, I, it's just funny. So here in the States, we say Steyers, but everywhere else in the world, you would say Steers. So actually, I think both of them are, are appro- appropriate. I'm just, because I grew up here, I'm used to hearing it as Steyers, but whatever. Whatever you want to call me, it's fine. <laughs> just make it nice. <laughs> um, but carriestyers.com and there on my website, you can sign up for my free, uh, my weekly newsletter. I just started doing a weekly newsletter. I'm like, that's been a big push for me to kind of get, to be able to reach out to my followers every week. Um, I love it. Email capacity. I, love I, I adore you. you <laughs> your newsletter is like up. amazing. <laughs> I, your newsletter is freaking amazing. You are the inspiration for all newsletters as far as I'm concerned. So no. <laughs> Or maybe it's because I'm a Gemini and like you have so much information in there and I'm like my little Gemini mind is like, oh, I can look at that. Oh, I can look at that. Oh my gosh, I can look at that. You can just go, you can just like go to the section that you want to go to. It's like a little, like a kid in a candy store. I love it. Um, And there, there's also, you can pay for readings there. There's a bio there so you can learn more about me. You can read my bio and kind of learn a little bit more about me. Um, There's also, you can purchase readings there and schedule your readings out. And you can find me on Instagram at Carrie Stiers, first and last name, C-A-R-R-I-E-S-T-I-E-R-S. And on Instagram, um, follow me there. I do normally I'm there every morning, Eastern standard time. I'm in Florida, um, every morning with an energy update for the day and whatever philosophical things that I want to talk about. I'm normally there and posting. So that's fun. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, which everyone sees that I'm, I basically post the same things from Instagram on Facebook uh, yeah, because Facebook is the same. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not very exciting. I know all these business coaches are like, you need to like differentiate your content. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I need a few more hours of my day to do that. <laughs> uh, so I'm at Carrie Steyer's psychic medium there. So, but yeah, but Instagram is my big hub and you can also always find me on my website too. So awesome. That's the jam. That's the scoop. That's, That's it. The scoop. That's the scoop. And I will That's... put all of your links in the show notes for this episode on iTunes, but they'll also be on the blog post that goes with this podcast too. So if you're listening and you're like, what did she just say? <laughs> <laughs> Click on the notes and you'll find it. <laughs> yay. 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 Well, this has been awesome. I feel so blessed to have had you on today. Um, I, I hope we can do this again. I feel like we might, I feel like we might be doing this again sometime. I think that that sounds like a great, great plan. I feel like we could talk about 5 million different things. So I would be absolutely thrilled. I would be absolutely thrilled to do that. Thank you so much. Thanks. You're, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here and thank you everyone for listening. And I'm sending you all loads of love and light. You've been listening to New Age Hipster Radio. For more good vibes and spiritual goodness, head to newagehipster.co. Thanks for listening and peace out.